Hello and welcome back to A Sprinkle of Disney. We're sharing episode 9 with you today. 9, I actually can't believe we're on episode no, 9. We say this every single week. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> we're literally... It is a good milestone though. It, it is. is, isn't it? I think it just means that like, you know, the, this is a commitment now. We can't really, we can't really leave it anymore. So <laughs> No, I mean, I wonder at what point we're going to stop being shocked that we've made another one. I'm not really sure. Yeah, we keep, that's true. We keep being because... like, oh, another one. <laughs> we just love to throw our milestones in don't we, we do. um so maybe it will never stop maybe it'll always be a novelty to us but I hope yes so. well anyway we're only one episode away from our 10th episode milestone so that's very special we're very proud of that and we're only 10 listens away from 400 listens <gasps> to our podcast which is crazy like if you'd have told me that was gonna happen <laughs> when we started this thing i would have been like no one's gonna listen my to mom us. keeps going is that no just cares. you listening over and over and i'm like yeah. no <laughs> yeah legit like so yeah we're very proud yeah. of that so thank you all very much for listening and sticking with us if you're back or welcome if you're yes. new here i hope you enjoy today's episode because today is a very special episode and katie will tell you why that is i will before i do that i need to make an apology to rosie once again this week uh if you listened to episode eight <laughs> when it was released um you may have noticed that rosie just wasn't in the last five minutes um <laughs> I. I forgot to bring the volume back up on Rosie. Uh, I'm not trying to oust her. I'm not trying to take over <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so Rosie isn't leaving the podcast. All is well. <laughs> no. <I'm> still here. <laughs> it's like the second public apology I've had to make to you in the last episode. It's I know. not really. Can you do something wrong, please? So you have to apologise um... to me. <laughs> So today is our very first Marvel episode um, and we've been mentioning this for quite a while and we are absolutely thrilled to have a very special guest with us today. You'll have heard us talk about her a lot, <laughs> uh, probably in every single episode, yeah. particularly if you look at episode seven, which is Hocus Pocus. <laughs> um, our best friend Danielle is joining a sprinkler Disney today uh, as she is our resident Marvel expert in the group. Um, so we all kind of have like our niches and stuff, mm. like Rosie tends to be our Star Wars expert Um I tend to be like the general Disney act, like mm. on, on everything <laughs> as opposed to specific things. Um, and then um, Danielle comes in with the Marvel facts. Um, so she'll be helping us today to introduce you to the MCU or uh, it's called the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, so we know that like not everyone's going to be um, a Marvel fan. I am only a very recent new Marvel fan. Um, but like Danielle is kind of like Marvel hardcore <laughs> and then Rosie's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So whether you're a Marvel maniac or a Marvel virgin, the episode's going to have something for you. So stick with us. Even if you think you hate superheroes, stick with us. <laughs> um, so first, let's say hi to Dan. So hello, Danielle, and welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm Danielle. Um, I'm 23. I, have, I like how you want to chat. Don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I do apologise. Um, and I currently work in a legal law firm as a paralegal. That's very boring. Let's move away from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I'm very happy to be here today. Thank you both very much for having me. Um, I don't actually know what else to say. Maybe you've been a bit of a moment. To be fair, tell tell our lovely listeners how we met. Yes. How do you know us? Oh, right, okay. I didn't think about that one. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I met Katie on my first day in university. It was in so long ago. We were... <laughs> We've been friends for like so <laughs> it's long. So long ago. We were actually housemates. It was quite funny because we were both in the same mm. area, the world. And um, we were both like, oh, you're from the Wirral. It's, if you're from the Wirral, you realise it's, it's a novelty to find somebody so else that knows where the Wirral is. <laughs> and then I met Rosie a year later in Disney Society when I first joined the Disney Society. 
and we've been best friends. Yeah. So basically, I am the reason that we're all friends. Well, <laughs> it's true. You have to be like the person. Have you have to do that. Sorry, it's true. Literally, because I invited, because Rosie came to live with us in like our third year, mm-hmm. and I was like, come to come to the house, but then I had to leave, so I was like, oh, sorry. Here's Danielle, my housemate. She'll show you around. <laughs> I think I knew Rosie before that. Yeah, you'd know me. Briefly, yeah, but we hadn't had like but a like, proper not, conversation. Not really well enough for me to have like left you alone in the house together. Like, <laughs> no. But the thing was, my second house was oh, so yeah. bad. Oh, I was yeah. like, I, I'm so happy to be in a different house. That is true. Yeah, and it's yeah. been the three of us ever since. Yeah, which is cute. Yeah. So yeah, so that also. So, yeah, go on. I would like to object to the to the description of me being that I only like Marvel. Actually, I, I love say you only like <laughs> no, you're just the expert. That's kind of what. That's kind of what it felt like. Those. No, right. Well, thank you all for listening. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just because like, we all have like our niches where like we mm. really like come alive. So like when we do our quizzes, when we do like weekly quizzes as a as a, as a friendship group, which is really cute. It is. Um, like. Dan did a Marvel one that I failed spectacularly at. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to you, I was probably a bit mean doing that because I was having a really, I was having a moment of what am I mm. going to do as a quiz topic. Bearing in mind, I'd seen and like then... a third of the film. She still did it, yeah. but it's fine. I'm not bitter. So... <laughs> <laughs> not at all, obviously. Katie likes to win if you have <laughs> That's such a lie. I don't care. It's not my fault that <laughs> I win. Not like, do better and then I will have to win. <laughs> We'll just have to do the quiz again now that you've actually seen all the Marvel yeah. films. Oh, I think I'd still we'll lose, see. to be fair. We'll see. But at least I, at least I wouldn't have, like, a decent excuse to lose. Exactly. I'd lose you properly. can't blame it on not yeah. seeing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we are all massive Disney fans, and I think we um, we all... You, you, you've heard my favourite Disney film. You never read your favourite Disney film. So, Danielle, what's your favourite Disney film? Oh, that's a difficult one. And I hate being put on the spot for this question. This is honestly the worst. It one. is hard. It is. Every Disney fan <laughs> knows the pain. So Just to pick many. one yeah, is so many too much. Ones. Yeah, I think mine's a split between Beauty and the Beast and mm. Lilo and Stitch. I and I know it's... they're very right. <laughs> I'd have bet my house on the fact that that was going to be your answer. <laughs> but the other one, I like, closely running up behind is um tangled i absolutely love tangled at the minute i don't know what it is i just love it i love the music i love everything about it interesting we have overlapping favorites as a a trio we do we do (laughs) yeah that's true yeah because i think but beating the beast and Nino and stitch are sort of rosie's favorites as well so we do all tend to overlap which is quite cool so anyway enough about us no one really cares (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's just move on that's what we're here for Uh, Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Let's get started. So um, that brings us to our first Disney fun fact of the day. Um, so this is a, 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 a Star Wars. It's not. It's a Spider-Man <laughs> fun fact. Uh, in the early 1990s, Michael Jackson tried to buy Marvel Comics just so that he could play Spider-Man in his own produced movie. I applaud that, to be fair. Yeah. That's the level of commitment. That, that is. That is the level of commitment. It is. It's kind of gold, yeah. actually. Really I'm really is. sad that he never did it, actually. That would have been a really uh, interesting. It would have been entertaining. Hey, it would have been interesting. <laughs> but... I imagine it probably would have bombed. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I wonder how good it, it would have been. Like, it would have been an, it would have been a feature. Yeah, it would have been a gimmicky way. film, yeah. I think. Yeah, um, and that's probably it. One that you'd look back on and laugh yeah. about, which probably. I feel really bad saying because I like but Michael Jackson. I just but I don't it see it. Any good. Apologies. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. Yes. Well. Well. So <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to our first segment. So even though it's now owned by Disney, so it's now a Disney franchise, our Marvel knowledge varies between each of us. As we've mentioned, we're all quite different levels, I think, of (laughs) how much we love Marvel, how much we know about Marvel, which was very clear when we did the quiz. Um, And I don't just mean Casey, I mean, I failed on a lot of things, including what S.H.I.E.L.D. stands for. And to this day, I still don't know what that stands no. for how do you still not know i will bring well that okay no, you, you show that off. Out. yeah we don't want to be put to shame again <laughs> thank you not right no not we'll do that later <laughs> so yeah. danielle tell us how you got into marvel and how much you know okay so do you know what i can't actually remember mm. when i got into marvel like it sounds silly but i think it was like my brother's always been like a big I'm gonna say a big fan mm-hmm. of Marvel and Star Wars and he loves all those kind of like franchises and yeah. and he claims he reads the the comics I've never seen him read the comics <laughs> so we'll leave that with him he'll probably if he ever listens to this he'll probably be like cursing me but whatever we'll leave that with him um but the first time I remember actually watching it and engaging with it was when I watched um the Avengers, the original mm. Avengers, um, which was like 2012, I think it came out. But I think I watched it a couple of years later, mm-hmm. um, and it was on when it was on TV, and I just remember being like hooked by it. Basically, and um, I get like that with movies sometimes. <laughs> so mm. I'm just hooked by one movie, and I'll keep watching it, and then I kind of just got a bit intrigued into the rest of it, and that's kind of how it happened. It wasn't um, what drew me in was was yeah. I don't know. I can't pinpoint it exactly. Well, that's a lie. I can. <laughs> it was Steve Rogers. It was Captain America. Well, <sighs> that's fair enough, Captain isn't it? America. That's very fair. I don't think I don't that's probably how most. No. Probably how most girls and women ended up liking superheroes. Yes, no, that is how I ended up liking superheroes. Was Captain America, and I think mm. it just kind of evolved from there. And now it's mm. like my brother always used to say to me, he was like you only watch it because of the men and I'd be like yes that's probably true but now it, isn't. <laughs> it isn't anymore I actually genuinely enjoy yeah. it like I genuinely enjoy the plots and watching it and like seeing where it's going to go next yeah um but originally it was because of the men <laughs> I think it's probably because it's got so many like um famous actors in mm, it and actresses yeah. in it mm. that I imagine lots of people are probably drawn to it initially because of the actors yeah yeah um so because you Robert like Dan- um Robert Downey Jr yeah. is like a big oh. like he was a big thing big like for them thing. to get him yeah was huge yeah yeah um so I think you know even like for me I'm a massive Chris Hemsworth fan as so we'll talk about later Ugh. um but I do love so like if I hit the, the fact that Chris Hemsworth within it for me was like a big draw to yeah. the films and stuff like that so I think yeah. probably lots of people who maybe wouldn't normally see themselves as a superhero film person yeah mm-hmm. got drawn in well that was by that, their favorite actors yeah, yeah that was basically me as I never can ever considered myself a superhero fan like mm. never I wasn't I was always like mainstream Disney fan Mm. never really engaged in like my brother absolutely again as I said he absolutely loves Star Wars and Marvel and I yeah. never really engaged with it until he kind of like made me watch it on TV and that was <laughs> that was it then it's kind of that was what started it was my brother forcing me to watch TV well him. imagine what you've been missing out on if you didn't like I know that is true I know that is very true <laughs> it's very very true 
Okay, so Rosie, how did you get into watching Marvel? So mine's quite similar to yours, actually. So my brother watched Avengers so many times. I remember going into his room and he'd be watching it and it would always be the fighting scene that I'd walk in on. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be quite intrigued and I'd be like, oh, this looks quite good. And then I'd like yeah. sit sit on his bed with him for a bit and watch some of it and then I'd just walk out because it didn't pique my interest enough at that time. I feel mm-hmm. like that was probably the year it came out or it like just came out on DVD or something and he was watching it back to back. But that was like my first introduction to Marvel. Kind of left it for a couple of years. And then I got into a relationship with my boyfriend, Josh, um, and we did like movie nights together early on in our relationship. Um, and he was like, you need to watch the Marvel films. We're going to watch Iron Man. And I was like, oh, I, was like, I don't want to watch Iron Man. We're going to watch a Disney <laughs> film instead. I want to watch a Disney film. And he was like, no, you watch these Marvel films because they are amazing. You won't regret it and you'll be addicted to them. And I was like, OK, sure. So then we watched Iron Man and I was like, oh, this is really good. And then that same <laughs> night we watched another like three, four Marvel films. Um, so he's basically the reason I love Marvel. Mm. Um, and we always go and see the Marvel films together when they come out in the cinema. It's like a tradition of ours. Oh, yes. Yes, we know to that. The, to the point, <laughs> yeah, we know. Well, <laughs> sorry. Apologies. Um, and that's to the point where when we were traveling, when we went interrailing in our gap year, we even saw Age of Ultron in Munich in a German oh, cinema. That's cool. It was wow, a pretty that's cool really experience because cool. they actually cool. clapped at the end. It was really weird. Like we were sat there, the credits were coming up and they just all stood up and clapped and we were like, oh, oh wow. <laughs> we don't do this. Was it in German? Um, no, it wasn't. It was an English showing. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. That's okay. No, yeah, we no. Did you say they're reading the subtitles? I don't we were going to commit that. to that if that was the only option, but no, there was thankfully an English show. <laughs> I think it would have been funny to have listened to all of the voiceovers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the international actors. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been quite funny. Yeah, no, it would have been funny. And then um, in terms of what I know, I mean, I've seen all of the films um, and I love them all. I don't think there's actually a single one. I know people don't love Doctor Strange that much, but... I actually, I, yeah, (laughs) I was going to say, I actually do like it quite a lot. Like, I don't love it as much as the others, but I appreciate every Marvel film and pretty much all the Marvel characters. So, but I'm a kind of like dip in and out kind of person. I guess I'm kind of like a big fan in the sense I'll always have to go and see the film, like, as soon Mm -hmm. as it's come out. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of how I got into Marvel. So, Katie. (laughs) I'm the the Marvel newbie. You are. I think I, my Marvel relationship has been really strange mm. so it started in my first year of uni um so we're not up in 20 2015 yeah how old we are now guys <laughs> oh um and to t- actually technically it would have been 2016 because it was later in my first year and mm. um my friend alex who lived in the house opposite us um we met through theatre stuff and he was telling me about it was just before um Civil War came out in the cinema and he was like let's you need to come and see it and I was like oh no and he was like no we'll go and watch it and I was like okay okay he was, I was like but I haven't watched any of them beforehand I think that's the thing with Marvel it can be quite intimidating you think yeah. you have to have watched every single film beforehand to understand it yeah and I learned it helps <laughs> but you don't have to do that to enjoy the film so I think I he gave me like a, a watch list so I had to watch the first two Captain Americas and the first Avengers yeah that's, the list a, pretty, that's a pretty good watch list actually, yeah to, to be yeah to be prepared for movie. Civil War mm-hmm. I still missed a lot of what was going on <laughs> uh, like the bigger plot line but yeah. I really enjoyed the film um although I must say Daniel's gonna hate me for this but I remember watching I really enjoyed I think it was a second I think the first time I watched the Captain America films, number one and two, I was really bored. But I think it was because I didn't really get the bigger Blasphemous. picture. I was like, what is Blasphemy. happening? 
but it's quite (laughs) but it's quite intimidating going into the film like and I was watching them under pressure as well Mm. so I was like Mm -hmm. I have to like binge these and they're quite long there's so many overarching stories as well yeah I think with the I think especially with the earlier films as they were quite slow to get going and some of them as well so if you're that was the problem I had like forcing yourself to watch it you're not going to enjoy it yeah, like because when I rewatched them, which I'll talk about in a sec, but when I rewatched them, I absolutely loved them. I didn't even realize that the Nazis were in the first one. I think because I just like <laughs> you just didn't pay attention to no, it. Like, you just no. weren't into it the first time. No, so um, when you've got uh, Captain America on the screen, but whatever. well, he was great. But it was just like it was just slow. I was like, what's happening? So I went to cinema and saw Civil War was the first Marvel film that I saw in the cinema. Mm. And I was like, this is well good. (laughs) (laughs) And like the atmosphere was like, was was, was great. And it was something in the cinema that I hadn't really had in a while. Mm. I don't think I'd had it since like Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, So I was like, okay, this is cool. And then from there, I kind of just like dipped in and out. Um, I didn't really watch any more at home. Um, I was kind of like a very casual Marvel fan. If like friends were going to watch the films, then I'd go. Yeah. Um, and I kind of followed along like mostly after that. So I think after that, I saw most of them in the cinema after that, I think. Like I saw Black Panther in the cinema. I saw um, Infinity War and Endgame in the cinema. Um, did I see any others? Did you see Spider-Man or not? Yeah, no. the, new, the new Spider-Man's no. Did no. you see Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy? No, oh, you've watched them see. all like not at the cinema. I've watched them now. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of my. So I, I, I feel like I got on board at the best time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did. Because to that be was fair. When, just like, in time. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was when things really started to like hit off in terms of like them all joining together. Yeah. And um, so that was really cool. But it was really difficult because when I when I mentioned in episode five, five. Um, our Disney parks like me working oh, in Florida yeah. they put me in the Marvel shop and at that point I had literally seen like three Marvel films <laughs> so that was a real test, that was a test. Um, and a real trial so I learned a lot a lot lots of bitty things in there Um so I watched Infinity War and Endgame in the cinema and then after Danielle's horrific Marvel quiz I was like right <laughs> I wanted to watch the films like in order for a really long time yeah. so I had a few weeks off work so I was like right I'm doing it so I every night I watched a different Marvel film I went right from the beginning I went right from Iron Man to be fair I, have, I still haven't seen the very last Spider-Man and I still need to watch that mm. one actually um, yeah it's a good one but yeah, I've watched all of them now and um, so I think I'm, I'm like a testament of someone who like didn't really think I, I really like action films but I didn't think I'd like yeah superhero yeah. films mm. Um I was wrong I really like superhero films um, because I think they're a lot more complex and different and deep and they're funny as well yeah yeah yeah, they they have a bit of everything in there they're not just trashy films with gimmicks and I think that's meaning yeah I think that's half the thing that puts people off sometimes Mm -hmm. like it put me off originally I'm not I Mm. will hold my hands up and say is that I always thought oh a a superhero film like really yeah like it's gonna be full of like I don't I don't know what I expected but like as you said gimmicks cheap but yeah Yeah. I think I expected it to be like cheap and tacky yeah Um, but they're really not they are such high budget films yeah that like the the graphics are amazing like the writing is amazing it's all for most of them honestly the cast cast, is insane I was so shocked at how good the cast was the whole way so like Mm. when I put the first when I rewatched, and I had like um Iron Man obviously you've got Robert Downey Jr but then you have um Gwyneth Paltrow in yeah. it, yeah. John Favreau in it, yeah. and then when you you move into something like Thor, and you've suddenly got Natalie Portman's yeah. in it, and it's just like it. And, and, um, and Idris Iron Elba. Man, you had mm. yeah, Idris Elba was in them. Dominic Cooper was was in the first yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, mm. very very good cast. 
very 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 good cast and you got tom hiddleston yeah um... which we'll talk about later <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> so yeah i think there's, there's definitely a drawing so if you are a bit like me and, and had never kind of seen any marvel films you're always more mainstream disney yeah um hopefully will kind of inspire you to go and try a Marvel yeah. film after today yes. um, because I definitely was then hooked on them definitely and I think when you it's interesting because you can watch the films in, in isolation to so like Black Panther works completely on its own as a mm, film it does yeah um but when you've watched it in like the so, whole timeline it has different elements yeah. and yeah. different so, additions to it which so is really cool the same can be said about the Guardians of the Galaxy as yeah well because yeah. because they don't really come into the, the timeline until Infinity War That's you could true. probably watch those movies yeah. on their own uh, yeah. and not really know like not really need to see anything mm-hmm. mm. it's interesting how Same we all needed like... like a push to watch Marvel yeah. though like yeah. none of us went I think it's a girl record. thing as well yeah. I think superheroes yeah. have always let's be honest superheroes have always been targeted uh, boys oh yeah, yeah. The, um, the, they are the representation in there is mainly male we haven't, yeah. we haven't really got that in here but we'll talk about it now so the <laughs> idea that like most of the superheroes are men yeah um, yeah that most of the geniuses are men mm-hmm. yeah. when the women are in there and then, even from even from marvel the costumes aren't great yeah and um, the women are always like the supporting role like yeah. they're not like a main yeah character they're like you know like like gwyneth paltrow yeah. she's kind yeah. of like supporting character she's so that, wasted i love her but she's so wasted in those films i wanted more gwyneth <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because she's All so great those films she is great. So yeah, so I think you know, as you'll see, like Danielle's probably like the most knowledgeable. Like even like now, I've seen them all, and I could tell you bits about them. But if you were to mm-hmm. ask me a question about like a specific film, I'd probably struggle about like, names mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um, even for my favorite films, I'd probably still struggle. Yeah. Um, then Rosie's somewhere in the middle, and then I'm like just enjoying the ride. <laughs> I'm just enjoying the Marvel ride. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Yeah, so Dan, uh, as our guest, I would like to invite you to do our Disney fun fact number two. Oh, interesting. So Disney fun fact number two is, so to the surprise of many, the public knew about Tom Hiddleston, uh, Tom Holland's, this is we're talking about Hiddleston. Maybe. Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> Tom Holland's casting as Spider-Man before he did. So he did an interview on um, The Ellen Show and said that he'd been auditioning for a role for nearly, the role for nearly five months. And during his last audition, he was told he'd, did reveal the cast details the next day but he did he ended up waiting six weeks until it came online oh like God. all over the place for him to be even <sighs> find out he was being cast which for that's me crazy. i think would be really scary like, yeah that's say no yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like, what if you changed your mind yeah, <laughs> you're stuck think, yeah but i also think like i like it's like waiting for, it is waiting for a job like yeah you, know, mm. you sit there in limbo and it's like do i accept something else do I yeah, yeah, that's like, so what true. What do you do? Like, so I, I feel for Tom Holland in that situation. Especially like, that. how? What do you then do? You kind of then call like Disney and be like, "So, have I got the job? Yeah, like, is, like, like, is this true? Are the rumors about me true? Yeah, like, I, I also think that's kind of like poor on this on Disney side. Like, mm. and I'd never ever say that, but I'm like, you could have at least told the poor app. Like, yeah, what, I mean. Knowing Tom Holland as well, to be fair. Oh, though, true. He's probably oh, yeah, to had, be fair, like, he probably seven would've... missed calls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and, like, if, or an if, email. If anybody follows him on Instagram, they will see that he's yeah. known to be the person that spills the beans. So yeah. uh, probably worried. So it's quite ironic. First. Yeah. So it yeah. is quite ironic, actually. You are right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that brings us to segment number two. So we're going to talk briefly around what is the Marvel MCU. So you'll probably hear us mention like the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. You'll probably see it over Facebook, Instagram, like websites. 
And you might be that person who's like, what on earth is the MCU? Because that was me. I was like, what does that even stand for? Um, so Danielle's going to explain what we mean by that, where it comes from, how it works, um, and kind of what you need to know to start your Marvel journey. <laughs> okay, so Marvel MCU basically stands for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that's the accumulation of all the films that they've got at the moment and their future ones that they've got in the pipeline. Um, so at the moment, they've got 23 films out, um, but obviously about to create across phases one, two, and three. Rosie will explain them a little bit more later. Um, and now they're on phase four, which I think has got about six in the pipelines waiting for. Mm. Not, not 100% if that's the right mm. number, so I do apologise if it's not. Um, so basically, um, when we talk about the MCU and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's basically the comic book adaptations um, into film. And they're all all done with Stanley, who is the comic book creator and he would always be there alongside and like basically checking the films and being like yeah that's i'm happy with that and he always made little cameos in them and he was always mm. quite funny when he made his little cameos and they were great um, i love how so involved he was he was really cool. so yeah. involved yeah so he was obviously he came from like creating it all all the way up to producing it all so yeah. that's what we mean kind of by the marvel mcu um so marvel was acquired by disney in 2009 for four billion dollars that's a lot of money what I a wish deal. I had that much money. That, yeah it was probably it, to be fair it is a deal like it is think about it's a lot of much... money to us yeah but yeah. in like the film world yeah. what, it's all not, what they've earned but, yeah, from it they, yeah. oh yeah. my well, god that's what I was going to say is that you've got Endgame and Infinity War up there the biggest yeah. and highest grossing films of like ever and that's, ever. Uh, they, yeah, they've, just, they've surpassed Avatar haven't they yeah so, it's the yeah, highest did, earning yeah. franchise yeah. In, in history so, now so that is probably the biggest deal they've ever made <laughs> is yeah. that acquisition yeah. um, you could probably read more about that in Bob Iger's book The Ride of a Lifetime which I actually need to read because I've never read it it's very it's, good I, I did tell you to read it about a year ago I'm okay. still here but it's fine it's okay <laughs> we'll have so, different paces with these things Rosie have you because I think I lent it to Rosie Rosie have you still got it did you finish it I haven't finished it yet I told, I'm a dip in and so doing things pass it on to Danielle I shall we'll do the whole so you it's can't a, moan at me if Rosie's book. still reading it <laughs> I'm not just <laughs> reading the one book <laughs> <laughs> well because Bob Iger goes into like he does like a whole chapter on like acquisitions and Marvel mm, is one of them mm. and he talks about like all the deals that they went into because apparently this the old CEO of Marvel was like really hard to get in touch with so the fact that they managed to get it at all mm. it's, is it, crazy it's, yeah it's fate magic some magic say. <laughs> yes um so the the franchise includes the classic superheroes I would say uh Spider-Man uh you've got Iron Man Thor, Captain America, um, and then, but I interestingly enough, the original Spider Man's, so that's the Tobey Maguire, and then even the Andrew Garfield version, the mm. Amazing Spider Man one and two, aren't classed as part of the universe. It's only the Tom Holland versions, the newer ones, mm. yeah. because they weren't included. It's the same with the Fantastic Four franchise. If you've, oh, yeah, ever, if you've ever heard of them or seen them, ironic. The funny thing is, is that. The um Chris Evans who plays Captain America actually stars in that those franchises yeah. as well. So there's mm. they're not casting it at all. Like even I think they did a, I think my brother was telling me they did a reboot of it. I've never watched them. Oh wow! They did a reboot and that didn't hit off. So unless they're doing a new one now, who knows? But then none of them are included in the cinematic universe. But the only one that is is the Incredible Hulk. Hmm. Which. Compared to the others, it's a bit of a disappointment. I watched that one. It's not. I asked, and you were like, yeah, "It's not worth it's it." Not. I don't, I've never seen it myself, but 
I've never wanted to see it. Mm. I, it they changed actor as well. So I that's the thing. I don't know who it was, but now it's Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo Mark is Hulk. Ruffalo, he is, is Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. So, Mark Ruffalo had been Incredible Hulk, and I'd have watched it. Yes, but I was like, I'm too attached now to Mark Ruffalo. So to yeah. watch, yeah, because I'd already seen the other films. Like obviously, the, the Hulk is in mm-hmm. with Mark Ruffalo. I was like, it'd be weird to go back to one that he isn't in. Yeah, yeah it like, doesn't it seem right because he is Hulk. Like I can't mm. imagine anyone else but him. So. Yes, that one's yeah. a bit strange. Um, yeah. So yes, as Danielle was saying, there are phases in the MCU. Um, so there's four phases. So the first three have happened. So I'll just briefly go over when these phases t- took place and which films are included in these phases. So the first phase was between 2008 and 2012. And in that phase, you've got Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America the first Avenger and then the Avengers the first Avengers film so that's when it all kind of kicked off and materialized and then you've got phase two which was in 2013 to 2015 you've got Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, Captain America the Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron and then you've got Ant-Man and then phase three I feel like this is where it truly kicks off. Um, Captain America, <laughs> Civil War, <laughs> Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok. Black oh, I Panther. saw Thor Ragnarok in the cinema. That was the other one I saw. <laughs> I saw Thor Ragnarok without seeing anything else that. to do with oh, Thor in it. That film. That was interesting. Oh, <laughs> such a good film. That's why this, this phase is amazing. And then we've got Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame and then finally Spider-Man Far From Home so that marks the end of phase three and then phase four was meant to begin with Black Widow this year back in March I think it was maybe Mm. sadly the pandemic thwarted another cinematic release um, and that has now been postponed to next year I believe next year yeah they pushed it back I think to like July and then they pushed it back to November and now they've pushed it back back. again because I I was gonna say I think there was talk as well of them possibly putting it on Disney plus but obviously Mm. they've decided not to I don't think, I think the thing is, because they've, they've released a few, haven't they, on Disney Plus, I think they just, something like Black Widow, which must have cost them so much yeah. money, um, I don't think they can afford to not release that in the cinema. I, don't yeah. think. No. I was just reading then as well, I know we're going to talk about TV series as well, but there's one to do with like Scarlet Witch, mm. um, which I've just read, has been postponed to 2021. Um, yeah, I, I so know, sad. because the Falcon and the Winter Soldier has been, which is to do with... Um, two characters out of Captain America mm. the oh god Captain America the Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War um, yeah. and then he's they're, they're in slightly in the um Endgame I feel like after Civil War, War everyone's in everything yeah, yeah. yeah. So everyone's in everything out. really aren't they but yeah but that's been delayed and I was so looking forward to that one I honestly I think one division's Soon. It's been delayed. Is that's that what that's you one said? Been yeah, delayed. delayed. So they've just, I've just been reading an article. It's and it's ready, wasn't it? it. Yeah. They've delayed it to episodes to January now. Mm. Oh, um, no. They were promoing it, weren't they, with the trailer? Yeah. Um, so so have we had any Marvel content this year at all? No. no I think we have, not have yet. We? Um, so we were obviously meant to have Black Widow. And then the next thing's in phase four. But these are the things where it gets a bit kind of like, are these confirmed? Because we don't know what's happening well, necessarily. In, in the D23 Expo, they confirmed six didn't they okay. so it was like the um black widow the um eternals isn't it yeah that's what it's yeah. one of them um oh god this is testing my knowledge now <laughs> i don't know them all uh, um black 
Panther 2 was confirmed, but That's I'm not sure what, where there's what's going to happen with that. Now. I, I think. After Chadwick Boseman. We, yeah, we can't oh, not I was so excited. I, so excited for Black Panther 2 because he was just iconic and I can't yeah, believe that we're not going to see him so in any of the Marvel It was like, such it was such a shock that yeah. like honestly it shocked me to the core. I was like, for anyone who doesn't follow Marvel, um Chadwick Boseman played um Black Panther and the Black Panther film, and um, we'll talk about it in a bit, it's one of my, my absolute favourites in the, 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 the MCU made history because it was like and basically an all black cast yeah. basically wasn't yeah. it it was like it was the first, only only marvel film that was nominated was it best and picture it, at the oscars mm, yeah um mm, so it was like it was historic basically it was, um, it was such it was amazing a good movie. yeah so it was really like revolutionary it was kind of like it was really progressive and then unfortunately chabot boseman died earlier this year at 42 um yeah, so it's from from cancer so it's really sad it's kind of like shook the the Marvel community at the time because we were all ready for like his next film and yeah. it turned out that he actually had cancer whilst he was like filming the yeah. Marvel yeah. films as well at the beginning um, well. and just makes him yeah. so much stronger as a person like when I, I watch it now I think how strong oh. he was yeah. like how he embodies T'Challa yeah in real he life. does mm. he is like, Black Panther well, he, he was he Black was. Panther well, I still think yeah. I, I I've got some doubts over it now like who's gonna who mm. what are they gonna do like I think that's gonna be the big question is, what are they going to do with Black Panther 2? We should definitely do another episode specifically on Black Panther. Yeah, I think that's yeah, a good idea. A good there's idea. a lot um, to discuss. If you want me back, I would be happy to do that. We'll have you back. Yeah. We'll, we'll pencil you in. <laughs> so, Rosie, um, do you want to just confirm what Phase 4 looks so like then? And what we've the got is? Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, that's which is quite rogue. That's the other one I was going to say. I didn't, I, that's the one I don't ever remember. It's very <laughs> rogue. Doctor Strange. No, no, Doctor Strange 2 as well is in this phase. Yeah, that's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Then yeah, we've got then... Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, and oh, then you've got so Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians Galaxy 3 and Ant-Man 3. So, yeah. mm. mostly sequels. Phase, but it's a big, big phase, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Right. It is. Yeah, there's a lot going on, definitely. Yeah. It's going to be um, interesting as well, because I think for a lot of the Marvel community, Marvel ended with Endgame yeah um, some people do well, say so it's that gonna be I, interesting I would say to see far from home people's I think it's going to be interesting to see how people respond to the, the next ones yeah. and yeah. how they carry on the story because they built such a climax with Endgame um, I'm excited to see where they take it and where the characters go um, yeah, me so we too. shall see yes, yeah. well on that then so Danielle what's your favourite phase would you say oh. out of the well obviously the three because we haven't seen four yet yeah um, <laughs> definitely phase three mm. honestly the movies in phase three are just out of this world like yeah the the special effects the comedy in them the script the ca- characters yeah honestly everything is just such a high quality and it's yeah. ironic really because my favorite movies in phase two but <laughs> phase three is my favorite phase yeah 100%. what about you rosie same um because all of my favourite Marvel films, most of them, are in that phase. So I can't exactly be like, oh, it's phase one, when literally, like, Thor <laughs> Ragnarok is my favourite. It's a bit of a spoiler for later on. Apologies. Um, and Black Panther, and obviously Infinity War and Endgame. They're all just such, like, huge films. And also the introduction of Spider-Man as yeah. well. That's also a huge thing, because I love yeah. Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. So I can't. It, it can only be three for me. <laughs> what, yeah. about, what about you, Katie? I am the same. I think three is my... F- I just think with... No, I I actually really enjoyed the Iron Man actually. I, I enjoyed the first phase because yeah. it's like a nice intro. Yeah. Um, 
whereas but I, just, I love how clever phase three is how they all overlap mm. how everything yeah. leads into each other the characters are so much stronger the visuals are obviously a lot stronger mm. the colors in the films are phenomenal i'll be honest phase two i think is the weakest phase sorry dan i, <laughs> I agree with that got actually winter soldier in I there um but i think you know i enjoyed actually enjoyed all the iron man films but i think when you look at it it's the one that's like got the least where should say progression i mm-hmm. I think there are a couple of really good films in phase two. I understand where you're coming from is it is quite it. But I would say phase one's the weaker phase. Like I feel like some of their movies are slow to get going and they you just slow. sit there yeah. and you're like, oh, you're not sure. Like phase mm. three is definitely the best one. And I think mm. it's a bit of it. I think mm-hmm. phase one and two is, I'd say, like very equal in their stances because you have some good films in them, but some not so good films in them. Right, that's what I'd say. Is I think they're I think, very unequal foot in phase one and two. I think with like phase one, I think I'd rewatch the phase one films. Mm. I think that's what it is. Um, but I think um, once I got to like, oh, actually, the only thing I would say is actually because um, Age of Ultron is in phase two, and I love yeah, Age of Age Ultron. Age of Ultron. That's, that's such a good one. That's one I was thinking. Yeah. But when I look at, but, but when I look at like phase two, I probably wouldn't rewatch Iron Man three. No. As much as I love Thor, Thor the Dark World. Thor really films written. are quite weak, apart from Ragnarok. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. compared to the other Avenger films, as much as I hate yeah. to admit it, they are weaker. Yeah. But, I um, also enjoyed. Ant-Man. I enjoyed Ant Man, but yeah, I wouldn't Ant-Man. watch Ant Man again. Why oh, would um, I love Ant Man? I love Ant Man. <laughs> and what was the other one that was in here? Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's good. See, so there's like I think I personally I think of Phase Two. There's four strong. There's quite a few strong movies. You've got yeah, Age of Ultron, mm. um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant Man, mm. and Captain Guardians Man. of the Galaxy. I'm not as hooked on as you. I I enjoy mm. that was when I watched that the very first time. I switched off. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, me I got too. Really bored. I yeah, really no, neither did I. Neither did I. I I wasn't um, a massive lover. I, I, Make, might shock you, but I actually only went back to watch the Guardians of the Galaxy after I'd seen Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> they, silly. they come in but, a bit more important there, yeah. don't they? Like yeah. I knew what who they were and I knew what they did and I knew kind of kind of knew what happened, but I didn't know. I think that's all. where they shine. Actually, yeah. when they're together with the other Marvel mm. characters, I think it brings them out a bit more. Um, yeah, right, they're very different. And that's what's so great about them. They're very different to everyone else and they all come from different places. So I think amongst others, they don't get hidden. They actually shine more. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I completely agree. And I think, you know, when you look when I look back at phase, like phase two, um, I, I just, like I said, they're, they're not the ones that I would rewatch personally. Yeah. Apart, I, would, I do like Winter Soldier and I like Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, but like you say, I was gutted because Thor, spoiler for later in the episode, <laughs> Thor is my favourite um Avenger, my favourite Marvel character. So I was really excited to watch the Thor films. And after watching like Iron Man, um, and well, was that after that one, Iron Man, um, Iron Man yes. Two was in there as well. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh great. And then Thor was a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Um, Sadly. It's not. It's not greatly written, is it? It's um, weaker, Apart yeah. from it Thor Ragnarok, weaker. which is fantastic. Oh. So I think. Yes. I think number three is definitely the strongest. Yeah. Yeah. Number three is definitely hundred percent. Especially, let's not forget Captain Marvel. I think I need to shout out Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel gets so much hate, and I absolutely love. Oh, that I don't like oh, that they get so much hate. It was such a great film, and she, Brie Larson is fantastic. Yeah, she's so Captain good. Marvel. She's so good at being, and I love the fact you get to see the backstory of Yuri. Yes, mm-hmm. that's great. Oh, like, and Moose the cat. Moose, yeah, Moose, 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 Moose,
and it's the first female lead, lead. Marvel film. Yeah, like thank that's you. why people hate it. Let's be honest. It is. <laughs> yeah, like, sorry, it's like I'm gonna say it. <laughs> it's like sorry, you guys have had your representation for years. Like, can mm-hmm. we, yeah. women, please have someone and yeah. little girls have someone to you know look up to in the same Especially way you had Captain America? When you listen to the criticism and they're like, oh, like she never smiles. Actually, she does quite a yeah, lot in the film. Yeah. What they're talking about is the promo pictures. And if you go to the promo mm. pictures for every other male superhero, I dare you to find me a promo picture would, where they're smiling. But mm. I even look back at the group ones for the Avengers. None of them are smiling. In they're smouldering. They're doing a lot of smoulder. It's, it's, it's an intense film. Like, you, yeah. it's not a film. You need to stay in stand and smile. You're not going to be there like, like, cheese. Like, <laughs> we're in battle. Like, the world's blowing up. Everybody smile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like one of those films that... I just don't understand why it gets so much hate. I no, really we are here for Captain Marvel. We so are. If Brie Larson, if you are listening, <laughs> <laughs> we like your film. We do. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So that then brings us on to our um, next Disney fun fact. And Rosie, this one's over to you. Yay! I love fun facts. Okay, so fun fact number three. So Thor is the richest Marvel superhero. And not only is Thor of royalty, but he is also a god. Of course he is. His family owns several vaults filled with treasures and statues collected from several worlds. Moreover, he holds a prestigious status that far surpasses that of T'Challa's. Ooh. His guardians are also considered to be highly advanced aliens and to be wealthy enough to consider gold as something cheap. Imagine that lifestyle. I know. Imagine that being your introduction in life. Like, this is that'd who be, I am. Yeah, that would be the best lifestyle. Not having to worry like, about what you want to buy. Being a god. I do love Asgard, to be fair. Mm, so yeah. Asgard is what is where Thor is, is based. It's where Thor's yes. from. Um, it's, oh, I, I love, like, the Golden Palace in, yeah, in Asgard. It's so beautiful. It's, just, it's, it's such honestly, a lovely place. It's such- the, well, the, it was the cinematic. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say anything when or where. I just said you. You'll have to watch all the films to find out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's just so c- cinematically, yeah, visually yeah. beautiful. Like honestly, it's that scene visionary. in the third. Is it the third one? The third or the second one? It's mm. one of them. Or maybe it's the first. I don't. So they all blur for me. When there's like there's like a, a big bridge that basically like joins Asgard and like Thor's world to the rest of the world. Mm. And there's in one of the um the films, I can't remember which ones. It's not really a spoiler. <laughs> that bridge is basically like destroyed at some point, but it's like a rainbow thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. like when they split it in half, so and oh my god, like the cinematography in that is insane. Is. Like to yeah. pop a magical imaginary bridge in half is crazy. Um. So yes, definitely recommend. Even just even if you just enjoy cinema yeah. and kind of watching yeah. nice films, you'll enjoy them. It's very beautiful. Um, so yes, well that brings us on to our third segment. So this is going to be an interesting one. So we're going to talk about our favourite Marvel films. So Danielle, I think you've already said this. I think we all have. <laughs> but what have. is your favourite Marvel film? Okay, a hundred percent. My favourite Marvel film is Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you why. Is it because it's got honestly the cast is great in it. So it's yeah. got Chris Evans, Sebastian Stan, who if you ever anybody has watched Gossip Girl, he's in that. He's in That's Once why Upon I knew Time, him. Briefly. Yeah, me too. Right. Then you've got Anthony Mackie, who I think it I'm not sure whether it was for his was his first role, I don't know. But it was his first role within the Marvel mm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe and he was great. You've got Scarlett Johansson, you've got um Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, you've got, is it, I think her name's 
I know Van Camp who plays mm-hmm. Sharon Carter. Yep. You've got Colby Smulders who plays Agent Hill. Like, honestly, the cast. And then you've got the person, I can't remember his name, who plays Alexander Pierce. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you've got such a good cast. And then you've got, like, I'm not going to spoil anything because I don't, you know, I am very conscious of spoilers. And if people <laughs> haven't watched it, then, you know, I don't want to spoil it. But it's such a good film because it kind of, like, for me, I feel like it kind of kicks off the next start to the phases. Like, mm. it's yeah, like, kind of like it's kind yeah. of like the catalyst for everything else that happens. It changes the tone, doesn't it? Yeah, it does definitely because point. I think originally it was like kind of like you got the introductions to them. Mm. Iron Man three, I think, was a bit of a write off. Like, I don't know where they were going with Iron Man three, which was the movie just before. I loved Iron Man three. <laughs> I just don't know where they were going with it, really. And no, but it was quite a nice film yeah. to enjoy, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then you had Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and that kind of was like the catalyst that started everything else yeah. for me, I feel like. And that's why I really love it. Yeah, I'd agree with that, actually. I feel like that one, like you said, it does set a tone. Like, yeah. I think something changes in the Marvel yeah. Universe. And yeah. it's like, oh, and you can like... kind of like see that something's coming, sort of thing. And whilst, yeah. whilst Avengers, obviously, because that was the end of the first phase, mm. like kind of hinted at it. Not, it didn't massively like. You didn't know what was really going to happen from there, no. but it no. was kind of like, event. Uh, Captain America's uh, the Winter Soldier was kind of like that was it. Like you were like, oh my god, something's gonna. Yeah. I think that that film is the one where you they become less one dimensional, and because mm. they're not one dimensional characters at all. But I feel like someone like Captain America, who is known to be like you know he always does the right thing, he's yeah. always good. Mm. That's the film I think where we start to, the, the whole franchise starts to question what is good and what is yeah. bad, and that is so much more interesting than just watching good versus evil. Yeah, you definitely. start to have that dialogue is then yeah. introduced of actually like the greater good and like what's actually helping yeah, people yeah. and how mm-hmm. how far do we help people to be selfish and I think it, it introduces a more complicated and mature storyline story I think yeah and um, it kind of takes you away from that the I like the idea of comic books and like, like stereotype. the stereotype yeah. it's kind of like yeah more depth and I think yeah fun. it definitely appeals to adults a lot more I yeah. think once you get from that point as well because it is more complex and intricate so yeah. it still appeals to kids because you've still got your superheroes in mm. there mm-hmm. but adults can go in and enjoy a complicated film I think that's yeah. what's yeah. changed in those I mean they're all long and a bit like deep anyway before that but I think after that it becomes more morally complex yeah um, which just makes it interesting viewing um yeah, I think mm. so Katie what is your favorite Marvel film Ah, oh, see, this is a really hard one for me because I I instantly lean to Black Panther just because I love that mm. film. I love the cinematography. I love the acting. I love the story. I love what it stands for. I love how historic it is. I, I love I love the music. Oh my god! Oh, when I went the to the film in the cinema. Yeah. The music so just good. blew me away. The costumes mm. are insane. Yeah. Like every single part of this film works. Yeah. There's nothing about it that you're a bit like, um, no, and it's not slow ever. Yeah. It's really no. well paced. Yeah. So I think it's it's my favorite um Marvel film. Um mm. just cuz I I feel like I feel like I could watch it on repeat as well. Yeah. I feel like like I said before because it stands on its own as well. It, you can watch it as a one off and I quite enjoy that. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, I do love like Thor Ragnarok. I love that film. Oh, um, yeah. I remember going to see that with my friend Alex who I mentioned before and I, he was like the last Thor films weren't like this. They were like they weren't funny. I was yeah. like I was yeah. really confused. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh." Yeah. <laughs> um 
and then I, you know, obviously we all love the final two, Infinity yeah. War and Endgame. I actually think I prefer Infinity War yeah. to Endgame oh, when no. I rewatched them. Initially, initially I preferred Endgame, initially. And I think that final scene in Endgame, the battle, oh, it's it's, oh, the it's final terrible. battle scene is probably the best Marvel scene ever. Yeah, yeah. probably the best ever. scene in a film ever, yeah. I would say. Any film, I would argue. Yeah, but I think the level of content and the twists and turns in Infinity yeah. War and how fast it moves, mm-hmm. I yeah. think I prefer that. Um, so I think Infinity War is probably like my second favourite mm-hmm. um, just because of how, again, I won't spoil it, but I love the fact that it's I'm quite a sicko. I love the fact that it ends like it doesn't end how you expect. Yeah, like, it's, it's not. got a very and big cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. It doesn't follow the traditional um trajectory of everybody gets a happy ending. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love that. I love, I love that it well. was such yeah. a brave move, I think, from mm. the directors, I, from the writing. I'll never forget like being in the cinema when that that like yeah. fine. And then it was just silence and you like the whole cinema was like Shop. We were all waiting for more. Yeah, and we were like, oh, and then, there isn't any more. And then we see because if you if you've ever watched a Marvel film, you'll realize is that they have clips at the end that kind of lead you yeah. on to the next couple of movies. And I remember sitting there waiting for that clip. I think it was with you, wasn't it, Katie? I think we went to see yeah. it together. And we were, and I was like, right, where's the clip? I was like, I was, I kept going to Katie. Can't be it. That can't be it. There's got to be something else here. There's got to be. There wasn't. <laughs> no, I love that it. was that was good. That's what I mean. I think everyone. I love what, what Marvel have been so clever at challenging the norm, mm. at challenging the audience, and challenging like the typical cinema experience. Yeah. And I remember everyone literally that the the cinema was dead. It was full because we went to the midnight release, didn't yeah. we, Dan? Um, and we literally oh, turned around like yeah. the entire cinema had their mouths like gaped open. It's like what has just happened? And then we had to wait a year for the next film. Yeah. So everyone was like, for goodness' and sake. And you hadn't watched much by that point, and you were going. <laughs> there were a few things I was confused on, yeah. but I got it overall. Because um, it's, it's that that's the film when things really come together from the past films. Um, so they like um, there's like a collection of like different artifacts throughout that film that have been placed throughout the movie. Mm. So that was the one bit I was like, sorry, where did this come from? <laughs> that's confusing <laughs> anyway. To be fair, yeah. mm. but maybe I also prefer Infinity War because so much of it takes place in Wakanda. Yeah, probably that is one of the yeah. best parts of that, definitely. Yeah. So, and yeah, Thor definitely. in that film is all <sighs> I'm going to say. Because Thor in Endgame is a bit of a different story. It is um, quite drastically no spoilers, different. <laughs> but um, it's not the Chris Hemsworth I've come to know. So, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think definitely definitely Black Panther is my fave and then mm. Infinity War is a very close second, I would say. Um, mm. With then probably the Thor Ragnarok afterwards because mm. it's so funny. It's so funny. Mm. Uh, how about you, Rosie? What's your favourite? Well, we're clearly very in sync because I feel like mm. mine are basically the same as yours but in different order. Yeah. Um, Thor <laughs> Ragnarok <laughs> is my favourite film, like one of my favourite films ever, let alone yeah. my favourite Marvel film. And it's not Strong just... Strong female character as well, which yep. is why I love yeah. that one as well. Yep, exactly. Yeah, she's evil, yeah. but she's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> But then is you've it, also got Tessa Thompson as well. Yeah, Tessa like, Thompson is yeah. fierce. Like, fierce. So, fun fact: if you listen to episode number three, she's also the voice of um, Lady yes. in the live action Lady yeah. in the Tramp. She there is. you go. Yes. So yeah, like you said, there's strong female characters in Thor Ragnarok. 
but also what I love about it is that it's like quite a family like film in terms of we're finding more out about Thor and Loki's family mm-hmm. we're yeah. finding out about more about them their dad's past like Odin's like past mm-hmm. um and I won't give any spoilers but there's a bit more to their family than they initially believed yes yeah. and then, then they bargained for <laughs> and then a lot happened in the past that they were not made aware of it was quite hidden um so I kind of love that we get a bit more background because like we were saying yeah, I agree. the first two four films they are quite oh they're okay they're a bit empty. There's not yeah. enough context for me. And they're I very cliche, context. aren't they? Yeah. They're they very cliche and they are like, they're, they're like all right to watch once. And this mm-hmm. is me saying as a massive Thor fan, you watch yeah. it once, but again, like it feels like it's not finished. You it, feel like you're yeah. missing something. Like, yeah. like, like a few pages are missing from the script. Yeah, it just hits differently. Like, like this film, I remember like watching the first like 10 minutes, 15 minutes and the music as well. Oh. like the rock music you've got in that yeah. film Amazing. is so absolutely perfectly placed marvel I, definitely upped their music definitely. game 100%. Well, like i get chills when i watch the scenes with that incredible music placement i'm like yeah. they nailed it mm-hmm. just... i think that's why thor ragnarok is my second favorite mm-hmm. like i know i didn't mention that before but i think it's definitely my second favorite like i yeah. could watch that film again and again and again oh. and yeah. get bored of it like yeah i think that's that's another one i think that's stands on its own definitely, i think as well. yeah, um, definitely. You i know you've got the tesseract stuff in yeah um so like this magical mythical thing cube. that just seems to jump into yeah. every film yeah um, <laughs> for context it's a cube that glows blue and it's basically like a portal <laughs> to other worlds like you can use yeah. it's called the, the um oh which one is it the space stone and it like opens portals into different space (laughs) into different areas of space basically but but that's the only thing i would say in that film that is like from the other like obviously hulk's in that i was gonna say hulk you might need a bit more background on as to why i watched it i watched it without knowing that because i Mm. hadn't seen age of ultron before Yes. I don't even know. Um, And I got it. So I think, again, it's one of those films that stands on its own. Mm -hmm. So I think that they always, whilst the crossovers are great and they're fantastic, I don't know, there's like an extra edge to one that stands on its own. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I know what you mean. (laughs) But there's an extra level to it because it feels like it's more rounded. I I agree with you, Katie. I don't think you need to, if you want, if like you're looking for a movie to dip your toe into and you like a good, like a a good comical film that's got a lot of a lot going on but that's easy to follow Thor yeah. Ragnarok because yeah. it doesn't really start with a follow-on from anything no and, no, it kind, of ex- and it kind of explains where he is where he is and exactly. then it kind of yeah. goes on from there you don't that's need true, to know actually. the you don't need to know who the characters are because they introduce you to them again really mm. like there's not well, there you go everybody Daniel's recommendation for your first Marvel <laughs> film go watch Thor Ragnarok yeah. there you go but yeah You're I probably think... starting, I'm starting you in the right wrong place but that's the best <laughs> no, I think that will grip people and make yeah. them watch mm. more. Hopefully, because Chris Hemsworth is just fantastic. And yeah. sorry, can we just That's have hard. a moment, please? Um, I'm about to discuss this a bit later on. I knew you were going to bring this up. It's happening. Um, let's move on. <laughs> so Loki. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. So what I also I love, love Loki not as much as Rosie does. Or Ragnarok. Know. Okay, is that we get such a great brotherly bond finally between Thor mm-hmm. and Loki. It's like genuine. Which isn't shown in cinema a lot. You mm-hmm. don't get tend mm-hmm. to get strong brother yeah. representation on screen. Yes. You tend to get like, oh, we're brothers, brothers stick together yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But when you get deep sibling relationship, it's normally sisters yeah. that you yeah. see. Exactly. And obviously they have th- they've had their issues with each other in the past. Not going to give any spoilers away, but there's some deep, <laughs> deep stuff between those two. Um, <laughs> and 
we have a bit of a redemption arc from Loki and I mm. am such a sucker for redemption arcs I love it when people redeem themselves I mean I loved him already but in that film I was, I was gonna like, say yeah. you I loved him like, when he was a proper villain as well I did I love him as a villain <laughs> but I also villain. love I just love the fact that he redeems himself in that film and it just brings more depth to his character the redemption arc so yes um so as you can probably tell he's my favorite character um but yeah so that's that's my favorite and then like you were saying I think Infinity War is probably my next favorite because it it just brings everyone together for the first time we've never had a film that sees so so many many characters all together but Mm. also work at one like work properly because there were so many critics that were saying this isn't going to work it's not going to work because there's too much going on at once you're not going to be able to follow the story you won't be able to get to know the characters enough but that is so So different to what it is like yeah. you get to know them in more ways than you thought you would have ever would in that film. Fun fact about the film. I'm not sure if people know this, but there was only one person who knew the entire script from Infinity mm. War to Endgame, mm-hmm. and that was Benedict Cumberbatch, who played Doctor Strange. They didn't trust anybody else yeah. to know it. Um, to be fair, um, he'd be my choice as well. Yeah, yeah. He'd be my choice. I but, agree. Like, that's how like special this movie was and how highly yeah. it anticipated this movie was is that they yeah. only trusted one person with the yeah. entire script so i mean they had to as well you should go and watch them what with mark ruffalo and tom holland <laughs> spilling the beans the re- everywhere yeah the rest of <laughs> the resident bean spillers <laughs> leaking things literally from a cinema mark yeah. ruffalo like oh Wow. And it's just so funny that they don't even realise what they're doing. I know, I know. <laughs> and there's it's a like, scene, oh. I don't feel like this is technically a spoiler, because I'm not saying who, but there's a scene in one of the films, there's a funeral in one of the scenes, mm. in one of the films, mm-hmm. um, that Tom Holland was told was a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that like, he didn't spill who died in the film. And I just, <laughs> like, he was like, I turned off and was like, why is everybody in black and like so I sad? <laughs> I was going to say, so, how did he not think? Because he had to be so like sad, like he had to look so sad. I guess they told him eventually. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I guess they probably told him to turn up like until they'd filmed it. Or they probably filmed it in tiny little bits. Yeah, like you must he must they must stop though, because like for me, like and it sounds silly, but I feel like anybody would be the same, is that if you you're acting in a funeral scene, you've got to be, you know, like how did he not that realize? scene is complex to be fair that's that that scene is complex with the the camera travel yeah. so it could have just been like tom looks sad and he was like okay yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he yeah, what he's been told to, to do fair. yeah so like you don't you that's stop the scene smiling to watch now out you for. need to look sad <laughs> yeah scene to watch out for i think yeah um Yes. Yes. Well, just watch that film. Just watch all of the films. I think <laughs> we're trying to give you that. Yeah. All twenty-three is really all twenty-three. If you have a week off or a couple of weeks off, just do oh, it. It's a good way them. to do it, honestly. Especially in lockdown, it's worth it. Treat yourself. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're my favourites. Closely followed by Black Panther as well. I'd probably say, I like, like you said, I'm the, I'm the only one that's got a different one. Like mm. I agree with you yeah. both on like all on, on yours. Like I agree. Yeah. Like, Infinity War. Ragnarok, Black Panther, Endgame, like they're amazing. But I, yeah, I think I've got a special place in my heart for Captain America. Well, it's your love for Chris Evans, isn't it? I think it is my love. So that's the thing. That's the truth of it all. Whereas Rosie and I, you'll hear in a second, (laughs) our favourites do fall in the Thor world. They, they do. That's probably why. Yes. (laughs) Well, they do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we know. We've had many a chat. Well. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. 
And then on that note, then I guess we're moving on <laughs> to the section that seems to be anticipated and probably going to be a massive debate. I'm yeah. dreading it, to be honest. Um, so, Danielle, would you like to do our final fun fact? Oh, yes, thank you. Okay, so Disney fun fact number four is that Robert Downey Jr. almost wasn't Iron Man. So if it wasn't for John Favreau, who was the director, but he also plays Happy Hogan mm. in the movie franchise, insisting that he should play the role of Iron Man, uh, Danny Jr. would not have been so lucky. Uh, the Marvel producers, producers, sorry, initially saw that. I'm not sure if anybody knows this, but Robert Danny Jr. was like had an issue with alcoholism mm. for a while, and they saw mm. his habits as a red flag and believed he wouldn't be suitable for the role. Mm. Thank God, John Favreau. I know. I know. Because I could not see Iron Man being anybody no, else. No, not at all. Like he's just perfect as Iron Man. Yeah. Like there's yeah, nobody, I, the whole, because I feel like even when you watch an interview, he's, he's that classic idea, but like Tom Holland a little bit, I suppose, mm-hmm. and um, who else am I thinking of? You know, when people just play themselves. Yeah, yeah. He obviously, he's, um, he, obviously he's not exactly the same as Tony Stark, Iron Man, but I think he has that same level of charm and like yeah, sarcasm and stuff, yeah. so yeah. it works so naturally. Like watching him on screen, he's just so natural as an actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, oh, he's amazing. He's so good. He yeah, is. I completely agree. <sighs> <laughs> oh, it's me. Sorry, I was just thinking about Robert Downey Jr. There about Robert Downey Jr. Oh, just sighed. Zoned out. <laughs> I was just thinking about Robert Downey Jr. Oh, babe. So anyway, um, yes. So the part that we've all been waiting for. Time to discuss our favorite Marvel characters. I initially named this segment "Favorite Avengers" and then realized that wasn't fair to one of us. So I changed. <laughs> so I changed it to favorite Marvel characters. So. We all know each other because we have had <laughs> in-depth conversations. Numerous We've included it in our quizzes, so but we feel like it's only fair that we share them with you. Yes. Um, so I'm going to start with my least favourite, Rosie. Not you as a person, uh, but your choice. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a bit I joke, I joke, I joke, I joke. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I do love Rosie's choice. Um, uh, no, you yes. don't. <laughs> no, I do. I, I do love Rosie's choice. I do. Many a conversation. Listen. Where you sent memes and been like, listen. Greasy hair, greasy hair, greasy hair. He does have greasy hair. That's the look. Okay. So, so Rosie, tell us about. I wonder who your favourite character is. Tell us more. Well, <laughs> for fear of getting roasted, I mean, that's already begun, let's be honest. My favourite Marvel character is Loki. Um, The reasons being is not just because Tom Hiddleston as Loki is just absolutely sensational. It's something to behold. Um, Despite the greasy hair that you... (laughs) I can't see past the greasy hair. I am a massive fan of it. Um, So... (laughs) It's his look. I'll be honest, Rosie, I agree with you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll agree with you. Well, that's just life, isn't it? We I all have features have we don't like that they don't like exactly, it? and it doesn't. It's funny because Tom Hiddleston doesn't have a massive no. forehead, but no, doesn't it? I think it's just the way they styled his hair in, yeah. in the first yeah. movie, isn't it? Really, but, and then it's just kind of stuck. Yeah, but looks aside, because you know we're not going to just judge it on looks. No, um, he is an exceptional villain. I think we can all agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's the the god of mischief, the lord of mischief. He's yeah. so mischievous. And I love that. I'm a massive fan of villains that are not, they don't take themselves too seriously. And he yeah. definitely doesn't do that. And I love all the havoc he wreaks upon Thor's life as much <laughs> as I love Thor. I love it. It's so entertaining. And all his like quick remarks, his sarcasm, his sass. I am so mm-hmm. here for it because I laugh every single time he speaks, to be honest. Like 
he is just fantastic and yes, the thing I is I think he's my favorite Marvel villain of course he is my favorite character um and I think it is just because like I said he doesn't take himself seriously and he is absolutely hilarious and I think to yeah. be fair it does help that he's paired with Thor who is arrogant mm-hmm. and has a massive yeah. ego now listen let's <laughs> not bash Thor <laughs> I couldn't possibly bash Thor because he's my favorite Avenger Mm-hmm. So, though he's not my favourite character, he's my favourite Avenger, so I can support you on that front. Um, but yeah, no, Loki's definitely my favourite character. I feel like there's a lot of Loki stands out there as well, by the way, just to put it out there. To be yeah. fair, I'm, I'm, right, I'm a bit harsh. I also, the reason this conversation has come about is because our favourite character conversation <laughs> came from like a, we all have lists, right? We all have lists of like. It's all coming out yeah, now. Here we go. It is coming out. Oh, We're sharing with our list. We had to try and narrow the list down to the top five, and that was a moment. That was hard. That and was what we realise is that I have a type where they're all married. <laughs> <It's so sad. laughs> and on the top of like, like my top of my list was Thor. I forget to in a second. I just love mm. Chris Hemsworth. Mm. The top of Rosie's list was Loki, and I just can't see past the greasy hair as a character. Absolutely, as Anything else? Like, greasy hair is a no for me. But he is a phenomenal character, to be fair. And I think yes. he, he's, again, a bit like I said about Robert Downey Jr. He's so natural to watch. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hiddleston always looks so comfortable on screen. He does, whatever he he's does doing. yeah. Um, and I, I think, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but Loki, you think Loki's gone and then Loki's not gone. Yeah, I think he's normally back. back. <laughs> I love, I love, I think the, I love as, his as, boomerang effect. Yeah. yeah, as a viewer, that can sometimes be a bit like, oh, how cliche and boring and like, mm. oh, typical. But the way that he plays it means it doesn't come across that way. So, yeah. I yeah. Would, I would give it to and you want him to come back, of course. Did you guys know that um, is Matt Damon uh, cameoed as him in the third yes. film? Yes. So this is Oh, you have to go back and watch it, but I'll explain it for people who have not seen it. So in the third in the third Thor film, Ragnarok, yes. um, there's like they kind of stage like a play of the the, the story of Thor and Loki. Oh, yeah. And the person mm-hmm. who plays Thor is actually Chris Hemsworth's other brother, not Liam, the yes. other one. That I don't yeah. know the name of. Oh. I'm sorry. No one knows the name of the other one. The other Hemsworth. And then that Damon is um Loki. Yes. I, I love that. I think that's yeah. amazing. Interesting. I know yeah. that's completely unrelated, but no, it's, no, it's it linked. It is linked. Um so yeah, he's my favourite. And also I think Tom Hiddleston, he's very civilised, you know, like as a um, really as is. a guy, yeah, he really is. you know, he's there with his like And as scarf. a villain. Yeah. <laughs> like he's such a civilised villain. Like he I think he's like breaking the world. He's like, sorry, do you mind? Yeah, he's he's quite <laughs> a polite villain. He and I, I can appreciate that. Maybe it's the, the British thing as well, mm, yeah. potentially. But yes. So I could talk about Loki all day, but it's probably enough. <laughs> probably all you guys can take. So, yeah. <laughs> so Danielle, who is your favourite character? Well, I, I like, wonder. I feel like we'd have guessed this by now, the amount of times mm. I've brought him up. But it is, of course, Captain America. Of course, I absolutely adore Captain America. And okay, so first things that attracted me were his looks, his biceps in particular. Oh, well, wow. he's got such a depth of a character. Like mm-hmm. you see him at the beginning, he's like this like goody goody soldier, but then he kind mm. of like starts doubting his moral the moral compass, and mm. then he goes yeah. on to doubt it more. And then you see his like friendship with uh, Bucky and how that like plays a massive effect on what he does and what he thinks is mm-hmm. right and wrong. And honestly, 
I think he just kind of grew as a character. Yeah, more, and I think a lot of people say he's like one, dimen- one dimensional, but I don't no, think he is. No. I think he's <laughs> no. got a lot going for him. And then, and like then right at the end, I'm not going to spoil what happens to him in Endgame for anybody that hasn't watched it. But that was that that kind of broke my heart. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has the perfect ending. I think. He does. He does. For, his he does. for his character, he has the perfect ending. Definitely. For me, it wasn't the perfect ending because I wanted more. But for well. his character, he has the perfect ending. Yeah, but, and you know, I, I think like like when when he goes rogue, it's mm, like yes. it's just it's so it's so cool because again, it's so unexpected, and you you so, follow this arc with him yeah. where he's he's kind he's of like goody two shoes, like mm. that's like the I, national treasure. American yeah, he is. And, yeah. like, and you know, everyone, no one can say anything against him. And no. like, you know, he's what he says goes. Like and a there's a switch. Mm-hmm. There's a switch that goes. And I think, again, like you said, in terms of like character development, that's so interesting to watch yeah. because yeah. we haven't seen that no. Captain America, America before. No, and I think that switch came in the Winter Soldier. It was yeah, you, you saw him battle between the idea of what's the good thing to do, and then mm-hmm. he had Bucky that came back into his life, and it was kind of yeah. like. And then you had the whole, I'm not going to spoil the film because I don't want to spoil the film, but you had the whole <laughs> issues, the, the main plot line of the film. And it was like, yeah. kind of like what was, what was right. And what, and that was like, kind of, I think that was the catalyst for him is when yeah. he realized that the world wasn't what he thought it was. No. And it kind of went on from there. And then you had him in Age of Ultron. He was kind of like, not. He, he was still developing, but he, it, and Civil War was where he kind of mm-hmm. the arc really, really took off. off. Yeah. yeah, and it yeah. was like I, I think that's really relatable split. as well when you're saying about the idea of like you know he he it's like as an adult when you you know you've been told even things like you know don't tell lies right yeah mm-hmm. we all tell lies now yeah. yeah to people to protect their feelings yeah. to kind of like you know sometimes the truth isn't always the best thing in certain no. situations it's not no. the most helpful. and it is. No, and I think it's those things where he starts to learn that, you know, actually, like, following the law isn't necessarily the the right thing to do. Follow it, you know, doing what you've been taught to do. Sometimes you have to make up your own mind. And I think because he, you know, if if you watch the first film, he goes through quite an intense process where everybody else kind of puts expectations onto him. Mm. And I feel like from Winter Soldier, he starts to create his own expectations and his own self, which I think is when he really comes into it, which is Mm. cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, just to bring us back to the first Avenger, is I'm not going to spoil. It. I I feel like I can't talk about some things that I want to speak about <laughs> because I don't want to spoil it. But there's a moment in Endgame where like the baton is passed on. Shall we just say, mm-hmm. say what? It, mm-hmm. what you guys know what I mean. Yeah. And they actually link it back to the first Avenger because in the first Avenger they. Ericsson, the scientist that basically oh, yeah. him, mm. says that he's he's not looking for a good soldier, he's looking for a good man. And mm. that's yeah, yeah. Past, that's what's said. And I never really linked it until I watched it back. Because I, I always had issues with that scene. Mm. <laughs> but now I have no issues with that scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that just I've shows back. how Marvel is so interlinked and interconnected and they're always yeah, planning ahead. Clever. They've yeah. always got, like, they know what's coming next so many years before. Yeah, they, um, they, they can plan like what they want in there yeah and i just think that's half the appeal to Marvel. exactly it's so intricate like it's yeah. not it's not this typical like like i can't even like fast i'm gonna say fast like, mm, like yeah like, of a, like a comic book movie that yeah like, oh what is this it's like, so deep so, so much deep. depth yeah 
yes sometimes too much because you can't follow what's going on yes so katie who is your favorite character although i think i wonder on this a few times Thor is my absolute favorite i think i just love him i love his sarcasm i love yeah. his confidence i love the arrogant side of him because it's just so funny it is like when it is so there's funny. like there's a scene is it the i think it's ultron where he's like i am the strongest avenger yeah <laughs> and yeah like, like that's just kind have, of like and then they have the competition to try and pick up his hammer and he, he almost has a heart yeah. attack when captain america does almost picks up yeah yeah so i think like he's his one-liners are fantastic and he yeah. has such an arc i think mm-hmm. people forget this from the first film like he's not very pleasant in the first no, film no. <laughs> very spoiled um, i think that's the word he's really spoiled and naive and i think he's very entitled in the first film where he expects things to happen just because he's Thor. yeah um and his character arc is really interesting because it's it's from very early on in phase one right to the end of phase three mm-hmm. like in endgame yeah. again mm-hmm. he has like another character dip so I, th- yeah. I think the reason i love him is he's just so interesting as a character yeah um he has so many different relationships with different people um i love the fact that, like he's a god when he gets his lightning out and he i just mm-hmm. i love him i love him as a leader i yeah. love the way he treats yeah. women as well just mm-hmm. put that out there like he's very respectful towards women mm-hmm. the way that he kind of treats um is it Va- valkyrie in yep. ragnarok yeah. and, character. Yeah. Um, and then into endgame the way he respects and treats her and values women in his life mm-hmm. uh, not in not in number one but um <laughs> <laughs> he's he's great and i think i just love his uh, same like with loki i guess like yeah, you rosie mm. it's that character arc mm-hmm. um that that he goes on and he's just so interesting to watch um yeah. i just love him and and i think as well because he has so many different relationships with different people so like he goes on trips with like rocket from guardians of the mm. galaxy like he kind of oh, then like in so the good. in end game when he's kind of matched up with like iron man and captain america and then like in what's the other one i'm sure there's a point where he goes off with um hawkeye and like i think yeah he's, well, he's a very yeah. versatile avenger where mm-hmm. he'll kind of go off and do his own thing with whoever so you yeah. get to see so many sides of him which i think is cool but i do have two honorable mentions <laughs> um hawkeye <laughs> is another honor because he of is course. one of my absolute yeah. favorite i think he is, he is so underrated yeah he's so so underrated i'm also a sucker for a bow and arrow i love brave yeah. with a bow and arrow i love hawkeye with his bow and arrow so definitely um he's like a very highly commendable mm-hmm. second choice who's like joint with um t'challa and um in black panther because he's mm. just oh yeah and actually and shuri as well in black shuri. Panther, yeah, shuri kind of equal. so good i love shuri I love so shuri is black panther's sister um potentially the next black panther who knows yeah um and she is just she is everything she is that yeah a, that a female like protagonist like a, um like lead should be yeah like she's so revolutionary the fact that she's like not only is she a woman of color with a lead role in, in this this film mm. but she's a le- like she leads men she leads like teams of men she has like she's into science so she's like a stem student as well mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like so all these things that we're teaching women that you can do you can be she yeah. is yeah. and i think that's really cool yeah. um so although thor is just like my fave in general mm. they are kind of like i think actually show is probably second actually mm. she's, like my mm-hmm. second fave um as well so i think and that's the great thing about this whole franchise is that you will find someone that you love and yeah. you'll find people yeah. that you connect with and there'll be different people like, all of ours are different even though we're very similar people mm-hmm. yeah. um so yes they are 
there's my favourites. Um, and that is the end of the episode. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope that if you're a Marvel fan, you've enjoyed listening to our discussions and you've kind of got all the hints and tricks. Um, if you aren't a Marvel fan yet, then we hope we've inspired you to kind of go on and listen to some films. Listen to some films? To watch some films. You can listen if you want. <laughs> you need to listen to. Um, yeah. Yeah, you have to listen as well. You can put subtitles out, I suppose. But, you know, listen <laughs> yeah. to the films. Um, and thank you so, so much, Danielle, for joining us. It's been a real pleasure to have you on a spring for really Disney. And um, oh, I'm you, excited that we planned your next one. We're going <laughs> to pop our Black Panther one in soon. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed it. I have enjoyed it very much. Thank you both so much for having me. I've had an absolute ball of a time. Aww. <laughs> Oh, so wholesome. Danielle actually has been has has been hasn't felt very well today either. So yeah. an extra thank you to Danielle for coming oh. when she didn't feel particularly well. Hopefully we've made you feel better. Uh, it has, you know, it's like kind of <laughs> give me a little bit of a pick up, I'm not gonna lie. Ah, uh, good. What well, are friends for? That's exactly. what this podcast friends is all and, about. Um, friends and Chris Evans, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah. it does, but I think we know it's Chris Evans. <laughs> it's just, yeah, thinking about Chris Evans. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yes well yeah thank you so much i feel like i should say thank you too um and yeah you've been a, a trooper uh, to get through this and be ill because i'm not gonna lie i don't think I, i'd be able to do it as well as you have so yes thank, well, thank you I, as i said thank you both very much and i hope everybody listening enjoyed my views but i'm sorry if i've offended anybody <laughs> It comes as part of the job. Literally, it does. If you, you, you listen to our Pinocchio, <laughs> yes, yes, I have. You can't yes. please everyone. No, I'm afraid. you can't. Life. It's that's, one of those things. You have to be real here. So, yeah. On that note, if you've enjoyed our episode today, then please subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or follow us on Podbean. And if you've been listening for a while, we'd really appreciate you leaving us a review. And thank you to all the wonderful listeners that have done this already. We've had some really kind reviews, and they've been so mm. lovely. And as I've said a million times, they genuinely make our day when we see those reviews. I actually go back and look at them sometimes just for a bit. I do. Up. Well. Um, I and do. I show and I my think, family and friends. <laughs> I think it's it's all something worth noting. Is that they they help other viewers find yes. us, well, listeners yeah. find us as well. Mm-hmm. So even though we love them and they're yes. big ego boosts, it's really nice. And um, they help other listeners kind of find the Disney magic as well. So I, if you haven't filled one in, it would be great to go and fill yes. one in. I it will attest be... to the fact that they do love them because they send them into the group chat. So, <laughs> oh, look at this review. So please do give them a review. Yes. Um, and if you've got any Marvel loving fans, then make sure to pass us on to them. And of course, yeah. Disney as well. And then coming up next time, we have our next Disney animated classics review, which I know. We're on to our third cycle, Rosie. Yeah. Our third cycle. Oh, oh. I, I love this. I think we're slowly getting to ones that I like a bit more. <laughs> so it's not going to be quite <laughs> yeah. as brutal. <laughs> Um, Pinocchio. Anyway, so our next one <laughs> is Fantasia, and I think that's going to be a very interesting one. I haven't yeah, watched it. I haven't watched this so in long. years. I can barely remember it, to be honest. So, yeah, so if you feel like watching that ahead of listening to our next episode, feel free. Then you can kind of listen in and, and see if your thoughts match up to ours. We'll see. Um, but yeah, and then finally, if you've got any inquiries, we've got our email address. So that's a sprinkle of Disney podcast at gmail.com. I always have to double check that in my head. I'm like, uh, yeah, me don't too. give the wrong one away <laughs> so people don't get random emails. Um, so yeah, we've been a sprinkle of Disney and have a magical rest of your day. Bye.